This week on Hold the Middle, we're watching the first 10 minutes of the 2011 Triple H film, The Chaperone, and we're watching it without a chaperone. two busy dads who don't have time to watch the whole movie. So we watch just the beginning and end of a movie, then try our best to fill in the gap. I'm Dan. I'm Steven. And, and this, this is Hold, Hold the Middle. Hey Dan, welcome back. Yeah, to, uh, what's up? Welcome back to our podcast. Yeah, just just the two of us. Just the two of us. It seems quiet without Smitty. Yeah, it does. Yeah. So uh, what movie number is this for season two? Uh, six or six? seven? Six or I'd seven, have, right? I'd have to look it up. Uh, six or seven, though. So we're, we're winding down. We're getting to the point where we're going to start hyping up the big season two finale. Five, six. This is, ep- this is seven. This is episode seven. This is seven? Okay. Yeah. Um, so this is uh, our Triple H episode, probably our one and only Triple H episode, because I don't know if he's really done any other movies. Not that I know of. No. Um, I feel like he was in one other movie, because it's on our list. I can't remember what it was called. Mm. I don't remember. But, was he in any of the uh, Expendables? Oh, maybe he was. I don't know. I mean, I'm just throwing it out there because it seems obvious, yeah. but I'm not. I'm not sure if he was. Or you not. could say that about any WWE wrestler. Yeah, and it that's would true. sound like yes, he could have been in the Expendables, or, or like he could have been in uh, Fast and Furious Eight or Nine or something. Like he definitely was not. I've seen he, all those movies. He could have fit in there though. He could have. Uh, all right. Well, uh, do you have anything before we get into it? N- no, not really. I mean, I've got some questions for our prediction game. So I don't know if they'll official match up questions. With, it's up to you. I mean, if okay, you want, we can make them official. To, yeah, I mean, if they're not I, things that you've already asked at that point, I did write down seven questions for this one. Wow, that's good. It'd be yeah. I'm I'm interested to see if we have any matches. Yeah, it's fun for people playing at home too. More, the more the merrier. Yes. Uh, yeah, let's um, get started. Um, we can we can get right into it. Uh, uh, this is called The Chaperone. Came out in 2011. Uh, right away, I noticed that it was, um, I guess, distributed by Samuel Goldwyn Films. Yep, who we spoke about previously. produced by WWE Studios, which is the exact same two production companies as Knucklehead, I believe. I think that's right. Yep. Um, go ahead. It, it could be the same two for bending the rules. Like I don't remember who produced bending the rules. Like I know it was WWE and some other company. I don't remember but, it being Samuel Goldwyn. Cause I think we would have talked, talked about it. So it must've been somebody that's else. True. But this knucklehead and bending the rules all look and sound the same to me. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, they're not poorly made movies. This is not like yeah. some of the Nick cage movies we watched. They're produced in a professional way with, uh, decent script and decent acting. And definitely when we talk about the director, a quality director, big time director yes. whose career just fell off a cliff. Yeah. I was looking at that same thing. This is a guy who, when we talk about him, I don't think you will have ever heard his name. Most people 
who hear this guy's name and be like, never heard of him, but you have absolutely seen this guy's movies. I've seen like six or seven of his movies. I love yeah. some of his movies. <laughs> yeah. He, and he's still working and doing stuff anyway. Uh, do you want to talk about the people who made the movie? Yeah. Well, let's talk about the director. So, okay. Yeah. Just starting at the bottom of his IMDb, like his first big directing job, he did Critters, uh, which I actually haven't seen, but I've heard I of it. I haven't seen Critters, but yes, definitely heard of it. Uh, he followed that up with Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, which is a huge movie. Huge smash hit. Oh, we didn't say the guy's name. His name is Stephen Herrick. Stephen Herrick. Yeah. I'd, I've never heard of him, but me neither. Yeah. Uh, he also did Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead, which I've seen a dozen times. Mm-hmm. The Mighty Ducks, uh, The Three Musketeers, Mr. Holland's Opus, which is like a critically acclaimed movie, 101 Dalmatians with uh, Glenn Close. Oh, the live action one. And then he followed that up with Holy Man. Yeah, this is, where it's, this is where it starts to take a turn. That's where it starts to go off the rails. It wasn't just that. It was Holy Man, and then it was um, Rockstar with Mark Wahlberg, and I think Jennifer Aniston was in it. Uh, That was the one that might have done it. Um, I think after Holy Man, they gave him one more opportunity, (laughs) and it was Rockstar. Yeah. And I guess it didn't do well. No. And now he's been banished to, like, directing TV series and straight to DVD movies. Yeah. But I mean, 62 episodes of the MacGyver revival on CBS is nothing to sneeze at. Uh, that was probably a pretty, pretty sweet gig for him. Um, but he's 65 right, he's in, now. I think he's like, he's in his mid sixties. He's getting, And he's still he's, an active director. Like his credit, he's got a long list of credits. Yeah. Just not a long list of good movies since the nineties. Yeah. Uh, late mid mid to late eighties and almost all the nineties, this guy was working. He was doing well and making do you decent think he's movies. Got, do you think he's got one more opus left in him? <laughs> Mr. Eric's opus. Uh, I don't know. I had to look up because I was like, if he directed Mr. Holland's opus, there's a chance he was nominated for something for that, but uh, you know, specifically like a Golden Globe or an Academy Award, but uh, no such luck. He was not. No? I would think I would think um what's his face was nominated for something. Richard Dreyfus. Richard Dreyfus, yeah. Could have been. I don't remember. I remember that being like a uh, potential awards totaling. totaling. But yeah. I don't remember it winning anything. It might have just been one of those things that like everybody thinks, oh boy, this one's gonna get a bunch and mm. then it, it, it doesn't get anything. Yeah. Can you name another movie like that? Something you, you can think of you were like, oh man, every this is gonna get everything. And then it Probably happens every year, like a movie comes out, but it comes out like early in the year and people think it's yeah. going to win all the awards and then it just, it peaked too early and ends up not winning anything. What was the movie with uh, Robert Downey Jr. and Jamie Foxx where uh, I think Robert Downey Jr. or uh, Jamie Foxx was blind and he like played the saxophone or something? <laughs> that movie looks so dumb. <laughs> that, uh, that was something I was like, oh boy, here we go. Like they're just they're trying remember. to win awards with this script. Yeah. Everything is just, got nothing. But that came out in like April, I think April or May. Uh, what name one good movie Robert Downey Jr. has done outside of the MCU? Like, since, oh come on, come on! No, no, no! 
since um since he played Iron Man. Um, name a good movie he was in besides a Marvel movie. Due date. No. Well, that was good. It was funny. Was it? Yeah, him and uh, Zach laughing. Galifianakis. I don't remember uh, laughing a whole bunch in that movie. Well, you're you're tough. You're tough nut to crack. <laughs> uh, let's see. and that oh, and the girl that was in it, I like her. Um, oh, what's her name? She's the girl that was in. Um, oh, I think I think she's the girl that was in uh, the woman that was in <laughs> uh, True Detective season one. The wife, isn't that her? Oh, uh, it's her oh, name. the wife, not Woody's girlfriend. What? No, because no. that was that was Alexandria Daddario. No, not her. The other one. I don't remember the, the wife. The one I like. Um, this is probably fun listening to people try to think of actors' <laughs> names. I can. I'll uh, I'll take all this out. Uh, Michelle Moynihan. Oh, Michelle. okay. I'm a fan. Michelle Mo- Michelle Monahan, I think. There's uh, Bridget Moynihan and Michelle okay. Monahan. She she was she was in due date. Yes, it was her. However, you okay. say her name, she was in due date. She's good. She was in Mission Impossible Three, also. She, uh, yeah, is, she is um, Ethan's wife in the Mission Impossible movies. Yes, but yes, in all of them, or at some point, don't well, they? Well, they get married. I guess they get married in three, or maybe yeah, yeah, they get married in three, and then in four. He leaves, or he fakes her death um, then, to, to protect. And then he her. leaves too, right? And then, mm-hmm. and then he leaves. Yeah, he he'll he'll check in on her every once in a while to make sure she's okay. But they're not they're not together. But she right. comes back in a Mission Impossible Fallout in the oh, last. I don't scene. Even remember. I don't even remember. Yeah, she's like see. working at that uh, that medical field that they're at in the like the climactic scene. Mm, I think she helps defuse a bomb or something. Other than the first one, I've not seen any of the others twice. Oh, I'm rewatching all of them now with my son. Yeah, I need to do that. Um, before the new one comes out. Good idea. The first one holds up. I, I just watched it recently. It's so good. First one's so good. I've seen that one. I've seen that movie like 10 times. And you know it's they're bringing really back... Um, Bing Rames? One of the oh, characters no, the from bad the first guy, one? The, 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 yeah. the guy that was like the leader of, you know, that... He said, uh, you've never seen me upset or yeah, something like yeah, that. Yeah, he's back. Yeah, okay, yeah. He's And he's not, he he plays a kind of a bad guy, right? Mm-hmm. Or a, some sort of antagonist to Ethan. Anyway, we're going on. Anyway, on. We're, uh, we've been supposed to be talking about this movie for eight minutes or so. Uh, we haven't said a word. Uh, yeah, uh, on so, the flip side, on the flip side of Stephen Herrick, <laughs> yes. the writer, S.G. Rolfe, has only one credit to his That's name. That's right. And it's... Yep. The chaperone. I know. I wonder if, hey, this but was, that's, if that was a uh, pseudonym because he didn't want to be associated with this movie after he wrote it. <laughs> Maybe. Probably I don't know. Not. I don't Probably not. Uh, the guy's got one more writing credit than me, so I can't, I can't yeah, say anything. And produced by Mike Pavone, who also produced Bending the Rules, and a WB show called Jack and Jill that aired from 99 mm-hmm. to 2001 and starred Amanda Peet, Sarah Paulson, and Jamie Presley. And for a movie wow. with or a TV show that had thirty some episodes, and those three cast members, I've never heard of it. Wow, um, I was kind I've of heard surprised. of it. I couldn't remember who was in it. Who played Jack? Jack was uh, one of the women, and Jill was one of the men. 
and it wasn't some gender swap. It was like nicknames. She was like Jacqueline, uh, and his last name was like Jaleski or something. He went uh, nice little twist. That was the that was the twist of the show. So yeah, kind of not real surprising that it only lasted thirty episodes. <laughs> they they just the show got greenlit based on the twist. Yeah, and then the writers had to actually write scripts. They probably had no ideas. They're like, all we had was the twist. Now we actually have to write episodes. <laughs> and we blew the twist in the, uh, in the title of the show. Yeah. yeah. But you know what? The WB, they were, uh, they weren't doing, they were hurting for sitcoms probably. So this was a big hit for them. Uh, all right. So this, uh, oh, and that's it. That's the writer, producer, director. All right. So we get started. Uh, Triple H is, uh, he's in jail. He's Ray. His name's Ray Ray in jail. You could describe the first 10 minutes of the movie as him, uh, (laughs) people calling him Ray Ray and him telling them, no, my name's Ray. Just plain Ray. And I wanted to say he did a pretty good job acting, but he just said the same thing over and over. It's just Ray now. (laughs) He must have told five people. Five people he must have told. Uh, he's calling a radio host slash therapist from like a payphone in jail or something. It looks like Kathy Bates. It can't be Kathy Bates. It's Her not. name would have been in the title, but she did look like <laughs> Kathy Bates. And uh, I guess he tells her he's getting ready to get out. And what does he say? Thanks for all the advice or something like that. So she's he's a regular caller, it seems like. And there's a guy... Yeah like a a yappy little dog who keeps telling him to say this or say that or such and such. And finally, Triple H H punches him. Uh, Yeah, I think he hits him with the phone. Oh, okay. Uh, I guess he doesn't get any extra time for that because uh, he's walking out of prison the next day or down the the walkway in front of all the cells and people are like high-fiving him and shaking his hand. Yeah, I, I think we find out he's getting released after being in prison for seven years. Seven years. Yep, that's what that's what yeah. he does. What was he point. in prison for? Uh, if they said, I didn't hear it. No. Yeah. Uh, so he goes up to a guard after he's taken the walk, and he decides to hand out a, a bunch of his books on the way out, and he's got uh, books on like enlightenment and. Uh, dinosaurs because dinosaur of course book, yeah why wouldn't why wouldn't he have a book on dinosaur a children's book no less it's right. not like it's a, a encyclopedia britannica on dinosaurs it looks like it's like 12 pages yeah it does come back up though like this establishes that he is interested in dinosaurs yeah for sure yep uh and uh so he hands a a, a couple of books to the prison guard i don't think he takes either of them and the prison guard seems to be friendly with him, but his really encouraging words uh, seem to say that you'll be back here before long. <laughs> Doesn't he say like, I'll, I'll leave a light on for you or something? Yeah, he does. He says two yeah. things. He's like, uh, all roads end up back here. All roads lead back here, Ray. And, uh, and then, yeah, he does tell him as he wa- he's walking out of the front gate that he'll leave a light on for him. Real nice guy. Well, um, very supportive. It, it it is his livelihood to have prisoners. Like he wants prisoners, so he's probably hoping these guys come back. Hey, I don't think business. any prison guard is uh, worried about losing a job because <laughs> there's no prisoners. A shortage there's of prisoners. No shortage of prisoners. No, that's that's right. Plenty in this country. Uh, so what's next? Uh, let's he see. He starts walking. Um, down the street and there's another guy there in a Chevy. Is it a Camaro? It's a red Camaro. Yeah. Okay. 
it's uh, Kevin Corrigan, who I recognized. But okay, the only don't thing tell I, me you. I was gonna say, don't tell me what you recognize him from. Okay, give me a hint. I recognize him from something. I cannot put my finger on it. I know he played a very similar type character where he was kind of a like a sleaze or a deadbeat or something, but I cannot uh, remember what it was. I'm sure there's plenty of things he's been in that I would recognize him from, but the one I recognized him in was a movie. It's like okay. enough of a hint. No. Um, it's a comedy movie. And uh, Seth Rogen was in it. Mm, okay. Is it, a, uh, is it This Is The End? No, no, you're on the right track. Pineapple Express? Nope. Uh, Jonah Hill was in it. Oh, that's all of those movies. Kevin um, Corgan, he was in like one scene. He was hosting a party, I think. I mean, knocked up. The main characters end up. I don't remember what it is. What is it? Uh, super bad. Super bad. And that's, I'm sure that's what I remember him from. I just watched that. Not, not Jonah probably. Hill and Michael Sarah end up at that party. And I think Kevin yeah. Corrigan is the host. Yeah. This, this makes sense now. Okay. He beats up the guy. I think that brings Jonah Hill to the party. Yeah. Um, what's that guy's name? Um, I know his wife's name is wife because his wife's name is similar to my name, Beth Dover. Um, oh man, I can't remember his name. But I'm terrible at remembering stuff. names. He's in. Uh, he's that guy. His. He's in. Um, God, this is fucking terrible. <laughs> he's in. <laughs> he's in. Uh, he's in. I love you, man. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'll get his name in five minutes. He's in all those like David Wayne movies. Yes. Is that yeah, his name, David Wayne? Wet, yeah, David Wayne. No, and he was in uh, Wet Hot American Summer. He's funny. <laughs> right. Yep. Uh, All right. Uh, anyway. Kevin Corrigan uh, is there. He's trying to give Triple H a ride. These guys know each other. Um, I imagine they're like partners in crime or something. I'm, I'm under the impression that this guy, uh, Kevin Corrigan, did something and Triple H basically took the fall for it or Kevin Corrigan ratted him out or something. Cause he says he owes him and triple H really wants nothing to do with him, but he tells him he'll go with him. He'll get in the Camaro if he can drive. Um, and that's, this is when he says he's been in present prison for seven years. Mm. So he says, fine, fine. I owe you one. You can drive. And he lets right. him get in the driver's seat and then triple H pulls a fast one. He pulls a fast one. Yep. He gets in and locks the doors and uh, pulls away, leaving Kevin Corrigan without Just the standing there. Just standing there. That's uh, a bold move. A bold move to get out of jail after seven years and within 30 seconds commit uh, Grand Theft Auto. I agree. Is it Grand Theft Auto if the guy let you in the car? Hmm. I mean, he did. He definitely stole the car. Uh, I don't know. We don't know who owns the car. Maybe it's Triple H's. Hmm. I don't know. I doubt it. Well, still a bold move. Because the guy could have just not, gone right back there and said, uh, Yeah. Just and the guy's car. Not, Kevin Gorgon's not happy. No, he's not. Uh, so now we get a very predictable scene where Triple H or Ray, who has had a beard and long hair, shaves his beard because he's cleaning yeah. up. Doesn't I love shaving hair. scenes. I love like <laughs> shots of hair in a sink. Mm. 
like taking scissors to the beard, clipping hair off, and then cutting yeah. to a bunch of hair in the sink. You must have really liked that scene in uh, Phenomenon where uh, Kyra oh, Cedric yeah. shaved. Uh, <laughs> I always oh, thought yeah. could, she shaved uh, John Travolta's beard. I thought a funnier scene would have been if she brushed his teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Not quite as uh, uh, moving well, or yeah, romantic. I think it was supposed to be like a romantic scene. It was, um, yeah, and not a comedic scene. No, it, it wasn't supposed to be comedic. But I right. thought it would have been very funny <laughs> if she had brushed his teeth and it was all like yeah. slow motion. <laughs> be a good spoof. Yeah, would have been. Yeah, now it's a little late. I mean, that was like twenty-eight years ago. Uh, anyway, so yeah, he puts a photo of a woman and a little girl on the nightstand after he gets done shaving his beard and he's ready for bed. And he says, see you tomorrow. Yep. I guess that's it. Ray's going to bed. Uh, he pulls up to a big house in the Camaro. It's the next day. And he's got a, uh, a teddy bear, which is teddy bear and a single rose, a teddy bear and a single rose, which definitely says I just got out of prison and I'm coming to make up with my family. Cause that's, yeah. Didn't Nick Cage bring a bunny or a teddy bear or something after he got out of jail? It was a bunny. Uh, it was a bunny. I'm sure of it. Which it movie was that? that bunny. Con Air. Con Air. Oh, uh, not one yeah. of the ones we talked about. No, no. Uh, uh, yeah, so he knocks on the door and Annabeth Gish answers the door. I recognize her too. Now, what do you recognize her from? Because I recognize her name, but then I, I didn't recognize her face. Uh, nothing in nothing in particular. Okay. I just know. I just know the face. She's a solid actor. I, uh, I think I've liked her and things she's been in. You think, but you can't remember anything she's been in. No, I can't. I think you liked her. Yeah. She's no Michelle Monaghan. Monaghan. No. No. We're going to watch a movie with Michelle Monaghan. How about that's next season? Let's just watch Michelle Monaghan. <laughs> I've probably seen them all. <laughs> kiss, kiss, bang, watch bang. Have you seen that? I've not, I've not seen that. No, I can watch that. Oh, that's a good Robert Downey Jr. movie. Yeah, but that was yeah. uh, pre, way pre. Oh yeah, you're right. That was 90s, but it was I'm post. Sure. It was post comeback, RDJ comeback. You know, after he was in trouble with the law. Yeah, this was one How of about, the first movies. Yeah, I found. I thought of another one, not post MCU, but he was in U.S. Marshals, which is not a terrible movie. It's not a particularly mm, great true. movie. But yeah, okay. Anyway, uh, back back to the story. I'm guessing that Annabeth Gish is his ex-wife mm-hmm. whom he has a daughter with. And um, he's there to see the daughter. I don't think he's trying to like make up with the ex-wife. Like the teddy bear and the rose is for the daughter. Oh, I thought and, the rose was for the wife. He gave it to her. Oh, did he? Yeah, he gave it to her. No. She didn't want it. Okay. Did she give yeah. it back? Because he ended up she leaving gave it on the steps. She gave it back. Yeah. She said, okay. you shouldn't. She gave it back and said, she, he shouldn't have come here. And she wants him to turn around and leave. Excellent timing though. Cause he turns around and his daughter is walking up after school and his daughter mm-hmm. is a familiar face. It's Ariel winter from modern family. Right. Yeah. A very young Ariel winter. This is like mm-hmm. probably one of the, you know, the early years of modern family. Yeah. And her name's Sally. She doesn't oh, want his teddy bear. teddy bear. She doesn't no. want it either. He's been in prison for seven years. Do you think he got, appropriate gifts after being away for seven years. Well, what's an appropriate seven year anniversary gift? I think um, at least a dozen roses. Well, Definitely not a single rose. I have much money either. It's a thought that counts. 
He should have sold anyway, the Camaro. He's 0 for 2 on gifts. So not a good they story. They want nothing to do with him. He leaves them on the leaves the gifts on the steps. Yep. And, and he leaves. Cut to the right. next scene. Uh Sally's going to school and uh Ray Ray shows up at her school. This yeah, guy's it's a, relentless. It's he a junior not high school. No, and he's stalking a, a middle schooler. Not <laughs> yeah. a great look for a guy who just got out of jail, but just got out of prison and he's running around a middle school. Yeah. He he does get up to her, he gets her attention, he says he wants a fresh start, but she's angry. Uh she says he should try his fresh start in Alaska and she'll keep pretending he doesn't exist. Mm, um, but right line. then, yeah, good line. Right then some fireworks go off. Literally. And, yeah, literally fireworks go off. Um, which is so odd. I was like, what you know, nowadays you hear something like that at school, you think school shooting. Uh, but it was fireworks. Yeah. And they go they run to see what's happening or something. And uh there's a fight going on between a couple kids and Ray yeah, curly headed kid and another kid. And yeah. uh Triple H jumps in to break up the fight and he, he pulls the curly headed kid kid and the other kid like a you know away from each other. And um, you know, he's like, What started the fight? And this kid started uh, this kid blasted off fireworks or whatever. Uh, there's some reference to uh, the art of war kind of randomly. Yeah. yeah. This is a ridiculous line. This is, this is a bad line. So he says to the kids, he drops some uh, knowledge on them and quotes uh, something from the art of war about, you know, avoiding fighting or what I didn't write down. And this punk middle schooler goes, you've read art of war. <laughs> like he didn't say he was, it was the quote was from art of war, but mm-hmm. the kid, this middle schooler is surprised that, a, that an adult has read the art of war. I would understand if it was like uh, uh, he was quoting Frog and Toad or Arthur or something, and the kid would be like, "You've read a kid's book." Mm-hmm. Um, he shouldn't be surprised that an adult has read a book of, that's written for uh, an adult audience. True, it's kind of stupid. I'm kind of surprised now that I've seen the reading materials that Ray Ray had in prison. Like this guy who had a children's dinosaur book is also reading the art of war. Come on. Listen, when you're in prison for seven years, you'll just take anything you can get, right? I guess so. You got a lot of time. Yeah. And you'll read everything. Uh, But he gives them a quick lesson on how they need to find a a better way to uh, channel their aggression. And this is when yet another uh, recognizable name shows up. It's Yardley Smith, who is most famous for voicing Lisa on the Simpsons, but has also Mm -hmm. been in a number of TV shows and movies. She was, uh, what I remember her from originally is, uh, the legend of Billie Jean. She played, um, Billie Jean's friend's younger sister. Mm. And then I think she was also on Herman's head, but I didn't look that up. She was on Herman's head. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she's been around. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. What about the guy? Did you recognize the guy? like the vice principal or whatever he was. No, and, I, and honestly, I didn't get a good look at him. I think I was right. Oh, he looked he familiar too. Very long. Yeah. Uh, Half of my movie watching these days, because my brain doesn't work anymore at this age, is trying to remember where I've seen people. I spend, <laughs> instead of paying attention to the movie and enjoying the movie, I'm sitting there trying to think about where did I see this person before? I think that's half of this podcast too. <laughs> Just talking about where we saw these people from. Yeah. And not uh, rem- remembering names. <laughs> not remembering anything of what happened in the movie. 
she, uh, he, so he introduces uh, himself to Yardley Smith, who is, I don't know, a guidance counselor, a teacher or something at the school. And she wants him to be a chaperone on the school trip. Right. So perfect. I mean, why wouldn't you want to have some guy you've never met before come and help take care of the kids? Well, she uh, knows that it's, she knows it's Ariel Winter's dad because they established that. Yes. And, but still. And, and Ariel Winter says he just got back from seven years of working for the government or something. That's right. She makes up a lie. Yeah. Right. But, um, and they're short a chaperone. So they're desperate. And the desperate. trip is like that weekend or next weekend. Yeah. Oh, that was like the next day. Maybe it is whatever. It's coming up. They're going uh, to the Museum of Art. The Museum of Art, which has a special feature right now on dinosaurs. Dinosaurs. Look and at how we know this Ray out. Ray likes dinosaurs. He likes that. He's going to know. Watch. He's going to know everything about dinosaurs. He's going to oh, know that's everything. That's a good call. Yep. Uh, because he read a 12 page dinosaur book in prison. So he's going <laughs> right. to have all sorts of dinosaur knowledge. So they're probably going to take a tour and the tour guide's going to be telling them about dinosaurs and Ray Ray's going to keep jumping in to give his own facts about the dinosaur. <laughs> or to correct the tour correct guide. Correct him. That's even what better. He's, what he's got wrong. Yeah. Really, really impress these folks at the school. Uh, that is where I stopped. Did, Did you, you finish the scene? I didn't finish the scene. I was already like 1020. And that was when they just said dinosaurs. And I was like, you know, this is a good, uh, good place to okay. stop. No, the rule is... You can finish the scene. Okay. All right. If a scene has started and it gets past the 10 minute mark, you may continue to finish the scene. Okay. What did I miss? We we need to write a rule book. We talked about this. We need a rule book. (laughs) Uh, um, You didn't miss anything. She basically says, if you're going on the field trip, I'm not. That was the end of the scene. Ouch. Yeah. Man, would you, would you really give someone an ultimatum that, meant maybe missing a field trip when you were in middle school? Hmm. I don't know. It's hard to relate to a little girl whose dad just got out of prison after seven years. Oh, is it? I can, I can relate. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, all right. Well, no, I mean, middle school field trips were a pretty big deal. You know, when I was in middle school, I think I had a field trip every year to go to the movies. Oh, no we way. Had, we had a movie theater right that. across the street from the school. So they would take like a whole grade and walk us across the street to the movie theater to see a movie. I saw Christmas Vacation. And wow. I can't remember. I think maybe Joe versus the Volcano was one of them. Okay. <laughs> maybe maybe one more, but I can't remember anything else. Wow, that's a great field trip. Yeah, that was pretty good. Do you have any memorable I, I field trips? Yeah, put me on the spot here, and I don't think I had any very fun field trips. I mean, yeah. every year we went to a no, every other year it was every odd school year we went to this place called Gumbo Limbo uh, down in in Boynton Beach. That was on what the was ocean. That? It was kind of on the intercoastal, and it was a place uh, on the intercoastal where you could go in and learn about uh, different types of sea life and turtles and um. I don't remember much about it. We went there, I think every odd year from first until like ninth grade, you got to take a trip to mm-hmm. Gumbo Limbo. That's cool. I think it's I remember still there. Going to the, I look it up. I remember going to the inner Harbor in Baltimore in eighth grade. 
and just kind of walking around the harbor with your group. Mm, yeah, that's all I can remember. Okay, should we get to predictions? We should. Let's do it. I have seven questions. Okay. And if, you said you have a couple. I had three, but if any of them you know, are close to what I've asked, I'll just scrap it. Okay. Well, we could All have right. 10 questions. Okay, this let's see what you got. This be a good week for you to come back. Probably All right. not. Uh, I'll go first on the first one, and then we'll flip-flop. Sounds good. Does Ray rekindle his relationship with Annabeth Gish? I'm going to say no. I'll also say no. And that was my second question. Okay. Does Ray hook up with Yearly Smith? Oh, God. I say no. No. You sure? Yeah, I say no. Okay. I, I kind of sense some sparks there between the two. <laughs> no, I'm going to say no. I hope not. She should. Never mind. Uh, I was going to say she should. No, nah, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you have to just say it. Uh, she should stick to cartoons. All right. <laughs> Does Ariel Winter get kidnapped? Mm. Oh, it's me. It's you. I say yes. I say yes. We're going to be the same. Well, I'm not going to. I've got to catch up here. I can't just say the opposite for opposite's sake. You got to pick losing. some upsets. I know, but that's that's not one of them. Does Kevin Corrigan appear in the last 10 minutes? Yes. I'm going to say no. Awesome. Does someone call Ray, Ray Ray in the last 10 minutes? <laughs> I'm going with the yes. hundred percent. Okay. I'll say no on that. All right. Does the word chaperone get said in the last 10 minutes? Mm. That's you. Uh, yes. All right. I was going whatever the opposite is of what you said. So I'll say no. All right. Last one for me. Does the movie end on a freeze frame of Triple H? A la Big Show and Knucklehead. This was a year after Knucklehead. I'm going to say, I'll say yes. Oh, thank goodness, because I'll say absolutely not. Stephen uh, Herrick <laughs> would never. He, he would not do that. What if that was one of WWE's, um, uh, something that they enforced for all their movies? Like, you must end on a freeze frame of the wrestler. I don't think so. Okay. Uh, put me down for a hard no. All right. Okay, good. I've got uh, two more then. Okay. Uh, does Triple H go back to prison or jail at any point? I actually had that question and I erased it. Ah. Um, it's, up, it's, my turn to, it's my turn to go first, isn't it? Okay. Go ahead. I, I, I'll say yes, but I'll, my caveat there will be it's because he will have been set up. Hmm. We may not find this out. If he goes to prison some point in the middle of the movie, we may oh, not you're right. you're know right. that in yeah. the last 10 minutes. Okay, well, who knows? All right, I'm saying no. Okay. Uh, last question. Does he get a job at the school? Mm. That's a good question. Can a school even hire an ex-convict? Mm. 
Yeah, probably not. Guess he could be the janitor. Maybe he's so you know so much about dinosaurs, he becomes like the science teacher or something. <laughs> he, could, he could be like uh, Matthew Broderick in the uh, election. He could get a job <laughs> at a uh, museum. I'm going to say no. I'll say no also. All right. All right. We've got one, two, three, four. We have five different. That's pretty good. Okay. Yeah, that's not bad. All right. Good. You can definitely and, make up some ground. And plus, you know, anyone playing at home uh, can. Uh, they might differ with us. So. Oh, people are playing at home. Yeah. yeah, people look sure. forward to it. Uh, all right. Well, that's it. Next time we'll do uh, part two of the chaperone. And, uh, and I look forward to seeing how we do on these predictions. Sounds good. Talk to you next week. All right. Have a good one, Stephen. Thank you. Bye. All right. Bye. If you like this podcast, please rate and review us on Apple podcasts and follow us on Instagram at hold the middle. 